Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republic of Mentelec, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Bright Race. Good evening, I'm your host, the Intellectual Newman Mankaris, and this is Mentelec Radio, and tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing the different worlds we live in. When I say the different worlds we live in, I don't mean just the people in the three-dimensional realm, even those people who are headed toward the fourth dimension. But while the people in the third dimension, that's kind of, you know, the people as, as far as the elect go, they represent the people that are in the third dimension that's heading toward the fourth dimension. In fact, that's what makes us stand out when we come together. See, when we as bronze people come together, it's special because the reason it's special and everybody looks at us when we come together is not because they think, you know, you know, these people are going to do something. They're plotting to do something. It's not that. It's special when we come together because as we start to come together and we're in our right state of mind, in our righteous state of mind, we start channeling into the fourth dimension. We start heading toward the fourth dimension. In other words, we can't stay stagnant because we're coming from different uh, frequencies of energy different projections of energy, all coming from these upper dimensions, and we're trying to find our way forward into these upper dimensions going, again, can picking up what we continued off at, you see. Because the whole goal when we were gathered as um, nations, societies, uh, uh, communities, whatever, in the ancient world, serpentine communities or serpentine societies, the whole point of coming together under a governing body as uh, civilization was so that we would be worthy to receive our power directly from the fourth dimension. That's why our people were so, as they say, you know, the white man said they, these people are so, uh, uh, they, they use the term religious, they use the term um, sacred people and religious. You know, they try to use spiritual, they try to use all because our people was always talking about the afterlife, the, the next world, the afterlife, the next world. And so the reason why we came together like that and we were civil or, you know, at least in a lot of cases we were civil. Yeah, some people were uncivilized, bunch of degenerates that always going to come amongst your people. But the reason we did that was so that we can transmit into the fourth dimension so that we can raise onto a higher frequency because we all came into this world in some form of chaos. We're coming out of the world of chaos and confusion. We're coming out of different worlds, different lifestyles, different directions, different experiences that were chaotic in a lot of different ways, traumatic, coming out of this blackness. So we are coming out of different worlds to head toward one destination. We're coming out of different worlds, many different lifestyles, ways of life. We all coming from different parts of the world and coming together under one mindset, under one mind, one body, one soul, and that's Amen. We coming from all over the planet. That's what the elect represent. Those who are coming from different worlds. When you talk about the elect being gathering the one hundred and forty four thousand gathering in all four corners of the earth, you know those people come from different ways of life or different worlds. Because that's all the world is. The world is nothing. Is the world is not the planet. The world represents people's ways of life, different ways of life. You might live in your world, this person lives in their world, you know, your everyday routine, your life, the people you you around, people you socialize with, that becomes your world, okay? 
That becomes your world that you live in. Or in certain cases, certain people exist in their world. They don't live in their world. They exist in it. But we, because we are raising up in the third, from this, into this third dimension and aligning ourselves with the fourth dimension, we are living, we are truly living in our world. When I say we are truly living in our world, we are building a world of the elect. We are building a world of the elect. We socialize with each other within the Republican mental life. That's starting to come to the point where we don't really even socialize with people outside the community. You see, so this is our world. We are coming from different worlds from the two-dimensional realm because there are many different fake worlds out there in the two-dimensional world that black people live in, or should I say they exist in and they think they live in, because they don't know that those worlds they live in, those ways of life have been designed for them by the beast, by mankind. Their degenerate way of life, their so-called successful way of life, all of these different worlds, these different avenues that they're coming from was all designed by the beast, man. Whether you a rapper out here, whether you a singer, entertainer, actor, whatever you do, whether you a CEO of a company or, you know, you got a regular job with nine to five or security guard, whether you're a damn drug dealer, I don't care what it is, whether you clapping your butt cheeks on and you sliding up and down on a damn pole for some money, it's all worlds that you people live in that were designed for you by the beast. They designed these worlds for you, you see. They designed these fake worlds for you, but that's not who you really are. You don't live in the real world. You don't find out what the real world is. When, until you enter the third dimension. You people that live in, this, in the second dimension, you live in many different worlds that are based on illusion. You live in many different worlds that are based on illusion. The real world is the world you learn about when you come together collectively with your people, and that's in the third dimension. That's where you find and meet the real world. That's when all the worlds collide and they start to come together. That's when we start dropping all of the things from our old world that we lived in in the two dimension, and we start to come into the third dimension, into the real world. And that's when we start to alter our images. Our images start to be altered when we enter the real world, when all of our worlds unite as one. When all of our worlds, we coming from different backgrounds, different uh, 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 ways of living, different, you know, different everything, environment. And it's all being meshed into one way of life, one real world, one real direction. Because the one real world represents that direction, that one linear path into the fourth dimension. We dropped everything we're doing, or at least we should have by this time dropped all the stuff we're doing. That's, or it should take us, let me just say it takes a back seat to this community and to this forward motion as a collective body of people. We have left these multiple worlds. We've come out of these multiple worlds in the two-dimensional world. You see, we've come out of these worlds. We come out of a degenerate world. We come out of degenerate worlds. Do we not? We come out of degenerate worlds. And we came out of these degenerate worlds because we're trying to find our way to the real world. And the real world is the singular world, the one world in which many are on that path, many of the elect. I'll say many. Not, you know, a small, still a small number, but many who are of the elect are on that path. They're on that path of the real world because the real world syncs up to the fourth dimension. The real world aligns you to the fourth dimension. That's why when you step out of the two-dimensional realm 
and you step out of those two-dimensional ways of thinking, you leave those different worlds behind, and then you start to see them for what they are. You start to feel like you are alien amongst these people because you left their world. You left their two-dimensional and their three-dimensional world, and we have entered a real three-dimension because the third dimension is only in alignment to the fourth dimension of you are of Amun. If you're not of Amun in the third, and you're just human, then the third dimension is just the third dimension. That's the level. That's the limit. Sky's the limit. That's the limit. You see, that's the limit for the human race, the third dimension. And in that third dimension, they crafted out their own little world. But see, make no mistake about it, still live in one real world as white people. As white people, they all still live in one world. They may have different interests and things like that, but they all still live in one world. And um, humans, your so-called humans, your Caucasian humans, your Asians, they all still get on code. And they all say, hey, we all white, we all, you know what I'm saying? So they live in that real world within the third dimension. They recognize each other as the same. And they recognize you as not being a part of them. That's the world they live in in the third dimension. So you so-called black people, you live in the two dimensions, so you think that everybody's the same, we all the same people, we all one. That's the world you live in. You live in the world of illusion. The beasts, they live in the world of illusion too, but they're not as delusional as you people in the two-dimensional world. They're not as delusional because they have moved into a three-dimension and they think as a collective body. They think as a people. See, the third dimension is a collective dimension. I'm going to say it again. The third dimension if you should enter the third dimension, understand that that is a collective dimension. There is no entering the third dimension alone. There is no entering. The humans are only there because they stick together. They want. They, that's why they're there. You so-called black people, you're two because you think as individuals. You are individuals, so you are divided. So you don't make it to the third dimension. You only make it to the third dimension when you come together collectively as a one body one mind, one soul of people. And that's when you start to align yourself toward the fourth dimension. This is why they don't really want our people to come together and mesh our worlds into one thing. So they want our people, the beasts, they want our people to have these different worlds, these different ways of life, these different uh, um, these different delusional uh, um, activities that we're doing here, wasting our time in the society, chasing money, chasing fame, chasing this, chasing that. They want you to do that rather than to come together as a people collectively. See, because then once that happens, then you see what you was chasing in the two-dimensional world is nothing but a bunch of BS, nothing but a bunch of BS that they hand out to you and you run behind. You start to see that that's all it really is. And you'll be like, damn, I was wasting my time doing that. I was really into all that for real. Once you start ascending that two-dimensional realm, once you start ascending those two-dimensional worlds, those different worlds and that got your interest, that got you in a state of delusion that is distracting you, then you start to see what the real world is when you come together, when it's not just about you anymore. Now it's about a collective body. Then you start to see what the real world is. That's when you see. You never see it as an individual. You're only going to see it as a body, as a collective. And then you start to channel into the fourth dimension when you come together. That's the whole point. See, we didn't just get together to be just a, some nationality, some community, some organization. It's more than that. It's way more than that. That's the third dimensional connection as community, as collective body. That's what we do in this third dimensional world. We are one. So that now we can become one. 
really become one, one mental force, one unimental force. We cannot enter that fourth dimensional stage if we are not one unimental force. And that all happens as we gather in the third dimension, as we stand collectively as one people in the third dimension. And that's what's happening right now. And the people who are not in alignment with that, they're going to repel from that. They're going to repel. They're not going to want to be in alignment. Because like I said, how you know who's real, how you know who's of the elect, how you know who's of the real world during the time in which they move through this thing. See, because the true elect are the people who are timeless. They don't have a time frame. What do I mean by that? I mean, we can't look at you and say, oh, this person is going to be in the community this amount of time. In other words, when they came into the Republican mental, like when they came amongst the elect, when they came into this community, they was like, I'm here forever. I'm not leaving. That's what the elect say. See, the people who are not of the elect, they got a time frame. They might come and they think they're here forever, but they're really not. They're going to fade down the line, and they know it deep down inside. They're not people who are extenders of life. They are very short-term people. They have very short-term memories, and they have very short-term goals. You see, they think they're chasing money, making money, and think that's the world they live in right now. And see, a lot of them have never left that world because they think that that world of getting money, living in a nice house, getting cars, and all this other stuff, they think that's, that's what the, that you, which you should aspire to. You see, they think that's what you should aspire to. It's not nothing to aspire to. That's normal things. We don't aspire to norm, normality. You see, people want you see, and this shows you that they keep that how they keep you so-called black people on a low level mentally, because you think that regular things are something to aspire to. And your little two-dimensional world, your little broken off two-dimensional pieces of the world, you think that money, cars, clothing, nice places, you really think that's something to aspire to. That's the world you live in. You really think that that's something to really aspire to, to have those things. That's supposed to be regular. That's standard. I hate to, I hate to tell you, when you're in the third dimensional realm, when you're in the real third dimension, things like that become standard. That's regular. You're supposed to have that kind of money. You're supposed to have a lot of money. That's regular. You're supposed to have nice cars. You're supposed to have nice residences. That's how you're supposed to live. And you're supposed to live that way as a community. You're not supposed to be living in squalor, living like bums, and you're part of an organization or a community, and you ain't got shit, and, you know, somebody at the top taking all the money. Nah, man, everything's supposed to be spread out, man. You're supposed to have ways to make money. and what? That's regular. That's regular. You, you don't, we don't aspire for regular things. We aspire for greater things. And what are the greater things that we aspire for? These mental capabilities, mental, these mental powers, these mental capabilities, and in time, control of the planet Earth, full control of the planet Earth, receiving our transmission directly from the fourth dimension, mental power, telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition. That's what we aspire to. We don't aspire to no damn money. That's people in those small worlds. That's that's the people still in those little two-dimensional worlds, man. That's why they aspire to that. That's nothing special to us. There ain't nothing wrong with having nice things. I've said this before, but that's nothing they aspire to, man. You see? We aspire to the greater things. Those are the greater things, the mental power, the mental capability, the ability to set law and order, place again, and be these righteous people that we came here to be. We came, we came here to be righteous people, man. We came here to be righteous people in that 
we are resetting law and order in the earth because right now the earth has no law. It has no order. It has no goddamn boundaries right now. This is why everything is sick. This is why you got homosexuals, lesbians, pedophiles, all the same thing. Homosexuals, lesbians, pedophiles, bestiality, all this shit you got out here, witchcraft, all kind of demonic shit you got going on here. Sexual prejudice, damn, uh, 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 um, serial killers. That shouldn't be going on, man. See, all that needs to be dealt with. You see, the beast ain't trying to deal with that. He's not equipped to deal with that. You see, that's because he he's not really trying to restore law and order. He's not the one to restore law and order. That he he just he just keeps policy. You see, policy is organized chaos and confusion or policy. Corporate policy is what rules these societies. That's the world that they got everybody living in. They got you living under the rule under the rule of corporate policy, not under law and order. You live under corporate policy. That's why you got police. Police, policy, police, police. Police is another way of saying policy keepers. Police and policy. That's why they're not called law and they're not really called uh um um what do you call they're not really called um sheriffs or things. They you know, even the sheriffs, man, you know. They're not lawmen. They're not. They're policy men. They're policy keepers with guns. That's all. But that's the world they got you living in the world of illusion. Because even the people in the three-dimensional world of humans, they live in a world of illusion themselves. But they're more real than you people in the two-dimension, in the two-dimensional world. Because all these dimensions, again, they also represent worlds. They represent worlds. The fourth dimension is nothing but a larger world. It's a more extensive world. The third dimension is a less extensive world. It's not as large. The second dimension is even smaller. All the, every time you go up in dimension, the worlds get bigger and bigger and bigger. Meaning the space, the time, all this, the reality gets, becomes more and more seen, more and more transparent, you see. Whereas a lot of things will blow your mind. That's how you know we tapped into fourth dimensional transmission because the things I've been sharing with y'all have been uh, uh, right in front of us. They've been right in front of our faces, meaning right in front of our faces ahead of us in the fourth dimension to be received, to give to us so that we are starting to move because those receptions, those transmissions of mental act that I've been sharing with you all, that represents fuel, mental fuel, for us to go forward collectively into the fourth dimension. Y'all do know that, right? There is a such thing as mental fuel because you can't coast forward. You can't go forward with nothing in your goddamn head. Same way you can't drive a car with no gas, the same way you can't think without thoughts. I have to give y'all stuff to think about so that we can move into the next world. These transmissions are fuel for your mind, those who are the mental those who are of the mental, not the people of the brain, but the people of the mind. These is This is fuel for the mind. Mentelect is fuel for the mind. All this other stuff is just nonsense for the brain, you see, for the people who live in the delusional world, the brain people, the people who need outside stimulation or stimula- artificial stimulation, television, radio, strip clubs, malls, shopping, spending money, all artificial things, artificial worlds that they live in. That's none of that's real, man. 
because all that could be taken away from you. It can be destroyed. It could be all the malls can be crushed. All the companies go out of business. Then what? Anything that's real cannot be destroyed. Anything that is real cannot be destroyed. Anything that's real is ongoing. It never stops. So when people stop walking on this path, then you were never real in the first place. There's no such thing as, oh, I was with it, I'm not. You was never with it. The people who are with it, they with it forever. You born with this. You live with this. You die with this. You reborn with this because that's the world we live in. We live in the real world. We die, we die hard, man. We die hard. We die hard, man. Ain't no stopping us. You see? We mentalect to the damn casket drop. We arm into the casket drop, and we arm in when it's raised up again. We arm in all the way, man. That's the world we live in. We live in the real world where nothing, nothing, nothing stops. It always continues. Amen will give us greater transmission. Our ascendance will give us greater transmission as we stay on the path, as we open the door to these next worlds that we're coming into, these next worlds of discovery. There's many things that are going to be discovered, more things to come. We ain't, we, we just at the beginning, if there's such a thing. We're just picking up what we left off at. That's all. We picking up what we left off at. See, when we were in our world, when we were in our world, in the ancient world, when we were in our world back then, we were mighty rulers. We sat on thrones as the Olmecs, as the Mayan. As a matter of fact, y'all seen that picture I put up of that Mayan warrior, that Mayan warrior, um, that Mayan warrior king, and I put it next to me. That's a that's a I don't know who that Mayan warrior king name is, but there was a Mayan warrior king back there. They called him uh, Warrior King Z, and I forgot what else they called him, but I was like, Warrior King Z? I'm like, wow, that might be him. And they call him the Great Serpent, the Great Serpent um, Ruler. Hmm. I don't know. That might be him, but that definitely, that's one of them, that, that image I got up there that resembles me in the ancient world, because I said, that is me. I, I came across that image, and like I said, I, don't, I ain't come across that for no reason. That is me. I bear witness to that. You see? Whenever you see people that look like you, that is you in some form, way, shape, or form. Your genetic material was shared, spliced, sent someplace else, or connected to someplace else in another time. That is you. All right? We don't just look to, uh, look a certain way for no reason. We don't just have certain looks for no reason. When we were in the ancient world, when we were in the ancient world, we were sitting on thrones. We were sitting in rulership. We had people under us, people serving us. That was the world we lived in. That was the real world we lived in. When we stood together as civilizations and societies and we obeyed law and order, we followed law and order, then we decided not to do that, and then we went. We were thrust into another world. What was the world we were thrust into? We were thrust into the world of chaos and confusion, bondage, under people, we, if they would have told us in the ancient world that we were some, they'd be under these people, slaving for these people, these so-called white people, when they were running around on all fours in the caves, covered in fur, we would have laughed. We'd have like, they ain't running off, they ain't ruling us. But see how fast, see how time changes things, and see how thoughts, when your thoughts are not being extended, see how 
things change, when your thoughts remain the same with going to rotation and not extending, you're going to go up under somebody. Your world will change. You see, our worlds have been drastically affected in a traumatic way by these humans. And now we have a chance for our world to be restored, our one world to be restored. Not our multiple worlds. We don't live in multiple worlds. We're supposed to live in one world, one real world. Everything else is an illusion, man. Everything else is an illusion. Like when you look at the fly and you see the fly and the eyes of the fly, they, the, the fly eyes show multiple images and the eyes multiple images, but it's all still looking at the same thing. We're supposed to be looking at the same thing. What is that thing we're supposed to be looking at? What is that thing we're supposed to be staring at? You're always supposed to be looking ahead. So if you're looking ahead, you're supposed to be looking up forward, looking ahead, looking on high, because you're looking to extend to that level, and you're looking to always extend on a higher level. So we're supposed to be looking on high, and on high represents our ascendance, the future, the ascension of our bloodline. That's what on high represents us coming into power and who we into who we really are and reconnecting where we were left off. Reconnecting, we picking up where we left off. Our world stopped when we fell out of rulership. When we fell out of alignment with the third dimension, our world stopped because we were supposed to be heading toward the fourth dimension to receive our power. But we cut we got in the way of our own selves. We cut off our real world, our world of rulership to go into a world of bondage. We we cut it off to go into a world of bondage. Now we have the ability to cut the world, our world, on going forward, picking up where we left off. And a lot of people are not going to want to be with it because they've been living in a two-dimensional world of bondage, of limitation, of being black, and that's where they want to stay. Anything beyond it is not real to them. So, all right, so be it. Get down and do your thing. We ain't waiting. We ain't waiting. We ain't holding ourselves back. It's time for our ascension. It's time for us to restart the world that we come from, the world that we, uh, that the world that was lost to us a long time ago. I'm not talking about going backwards. I'm talking about going forward, picking up where we left off in modern times, going forward into the future. We were sent here from the future to gather in the present move ahead to tomorrow. We were sent from the future to gather in the present to move forward into tomorrow and to take those who are trapped here with us, bring them into alignment. That's why I said this message is for the elect, for the people who are chosen to receive it, to hear it, and to walk in alignment with it. Collectively walk in alignment with it. And again, you know what? Yeah, a lot of bugged out people are. You got people, and this is what bugs me out. You got people that's fading to black or falling off and whatnot. Certain people that's falling off, and they still talking about the. They still be talking about the message. I don't know if you people. That's why I say I know. That's why I say I know these people are delusional. How many times I said once you come in here, once you hear this message, and you got and you have the the honor of being um, brought into this community. The, the honor of being a member of this community, you have that honor, and then you blow it, and then you still asking me about goddamn broadcast after that? Are you serious? Or talking about sharing the Republican mentality like broadcast? You black. 
You ain't you 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 black. You made your choice. I don't know why people do that. I told you once you fade to black, that's it. You live in that world. We're not trying to mix. We're not trying to mix worlds. We're not as the bright race who are evolving. As we are evolving into the bright race, we're not to mix our world with black people, man. We don't live in their world no more, man. A lot of y'all still want to mix your world with the black world, man. We don't live in their world no more. You want to mix the third dimension with the second dimension. We don't live in the second dimension no more. And if you feel that strongly connected to the second dimensional world, then you need to go back to there. You need to go back to there. And I tell people, once you leave here, you you back in the two-dimensional world. You might as well stop listening to me. This ain't for you. Because if you truly value this, then you will stay here. Ain't no, you ain't trying to go back there. I'm just using this as an example because we live in a real world now. Our world is strengthening in this community. We know each other. We talk to each other. We socialize with each other. We go, we do things and we eat dinner together. We share ideas together. We having children together. This is a real world, a real family, a real community is being formed, man. It's not a game. Real synergy is being sent forward. That that synergy and that power only comes when people are living together collectively as a community, for, of, and by each other, not as no damn individuals. Because you so-called black people love to think, oh, yeah, see, we, we don't need to be together. We don't need to follow nobody. We, we, we all going to get there. We are our own gods. We all going to get blah, 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 blah. Yeah, two-dimensional, uh, um, two-dimensional delusional talk from simple-minded people. No, 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 thank you. No, those people need to be cut off, man. Those people need to be disassociated with, man. You see, because they live in a world of their world. They live in a world of of, of of illusion. They live in a world of illusion. Black people live in a world of illusion, like no other people do. So-called black people live in a world of illusion. You know, at one point, and I gotta say this, man. I'm gonna just go ahead and say it, man. You know, I've seen the guy, them people in the nation of Islam with them damn masks on their face. I'm like, oh, God, God, God damn, I guess the devil can fool a Muslim nowadays. I guess so. I guess the devil can fool a Muslim nowadays. That's all I'm saying on that. But they done drunk the damn Kool-Aid too. You see? That's the it, it, That's why it's so easy for the beast to, uh, to tell you Negroes anything because he knows you live in a delusional world, man. He knows you live in a delusional world. You see, that's why he could just tell you any goddamn thing. Oh, you niggas come from monkeys. Oh, we all the same. Oh, you you three-fifths of human. Oh, you African. Oh, you came on slave ships. Oh, what you niggas want? You come from monkeys. Ah, they can tell you anything. You see? They tell you anything. And that's and, and see and that and that's and that's exactly why um and, uh, it, the, the, uh, that's why our ascendant sent mental to us because they somewhere feeling like God damn these niggas is real simple mind let's let's uplift these niggas let's let's uplift our our, our our um descendants let's uplift them because they can't get no worse than this they can't get no worse than this you see because because if, if it wasn't for mental and it wasn't for we represent the next. We represent the next level of people on the totem pole, man. That's going above and beyond the so-called black race, man. That's what we represent. You see, if you had to, if you had to, like how the white man talking about the uh, uh, evolution of man, this is really the evolution of the so-called black race out of blackness, man. 
this out of that out of that dark out of the dark ages, out of the dark world, man. You see, that's really what this is. And the world is silent amongst black people because they waiting for really what's next. Even on a low level, they waiting for what's next because they don't have no clue, no direction. They going in fifty different directions. The beast leading them all over the place because they already know. Like I said, they know black people are delusional. They know they don't take y'all seriously. They know you delusional. You see, they the, the white man. They know y'all ain't y'all are not in y'all right state of mind. They know that. And I said the fear was always that eventually y'all gonna wake up. You gonna wake up out of that dark delusion in the world. But hey, my skin is not black. Why am I calling myself black? My skin ain't black. Why? 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 Why am I? Why am I calling myself African American? Hey, this don't make sense. Well, that'll be a while. Or some of y'all starting to wake up slowly, but you know, we'll see. But my my point is that these are the worlds we come out of. We come out of that delusional world. We ain't trying to go back, man. We ain't trying to go back. Like I said, you can tell the delusion. I, that's delusional right there. After I just done said, you leave the Republican mental like you have a name, that name don't mean nothing once you leave. You ain't a vomit. If you leave, you're not a vomit. That's just simple as that. Almond came to the to the elect of the Republican mental like. Almond didn't come to the world. Almond didn't come to the black race. Almond is not for the black race, but they don't hear me, though. I say they don't hear me, though. And they still ain't gotten the nerve to ask me about listening to the broadcast and support. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Do what you want to do. You see? Do what you want to do. Like, you just didn't hear what I said. But like I said, do what you want to do. Do what you like. See, because the reality is setting in in the elect. The reality is setting in in the elect. And reality is a beautiful thing to those who are real. Reality is a beautiful thing to those who are real. To those who aren't real, it's a dreadful thing. It's a hateful thing. They get headaches. They get migraines. They can't stand reality because, like I said, reality is hated by those who are not real. See, the people who want to live in the fake world, they they hate reality. They hate reality. You see? They want to live in the fake world, and they don't want you disturbing the fake world they live in. They don't want you disturbing the fake world. You think the black female want to hear about the evolution of the bright woman? You think she want to hear about telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, or does she want to hear about the next blonde wig she going to buy, the next red wig she going to buy to put on her head like a damn circus clown, the next stupid-ass big eyelashes to put on, the next pair, the next time she going to be twerking her ass or, 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 or dancing or, or listening to some monkey music. You see, or 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 doing some stupid online shop. You can look at the so-called black race until they bored. They trying to find anything to get into, or when they gonna go out to the same uh, uh, restaurant and bar and get drunk and go home and have sex and talk about nothing and watch TV all night. You see, or smoke some weed, or smoke some weed, get high, sit around through and do nothing, just vegetate, or watch some damn sports or something. That's the world they live in. That's the world that black people, they don't live in the real world. The world that so-called black people live in, that two-dimensional world, was crafted by the, for them by the so-called white men. It was crafted for them. They don't even realize that. That world that they live in, the so-called liberated black female, the world she lived in was made for her by the white men. 
and it was made by the white man, given to the white woman, and the white woman handed it off to the black woman. That's how that, that's how the so-called liberated black female was born. You see, because you go to any one of those places where they have so-called schools, uh, um, places of higher learning for the so-called educated black woman, like Morehouse, not Morehouse. What is that? Um, what's that college? Because uh, 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 um, they use a lot of these colleges and whatnot. To do the uh, what's the one uh, Spellman, yeah, named after Rockefeller's wife, John D. Rockefeller, oil billionaire's wife. Well, like I said, I still suspect she mulatto. But anyway, uh, um, they don't, they, 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 they create these places, basically the brains, brain stain the the so-called black woman, make her liberate. That's all these places were created for. Morehouse. That's all it was created for, man. Do that to so-called black men, you know, to give you your black indoctrination. Because as soon as they let you out of slavery, they had to give you your black indoctrination. So what's the best way to give you your black indoctrination? Educate you. Educate you, Negroes. They're going to educate you that you a Negro, that you black. They ain't going to stick to science. They ain't going to stick to none of that other stuff. They got to let you know, okay, you can learn some of this stuff. And they, that just goes to show you right there that they think how they, that they think you are, you know, um, potentially very intelligent people. Because notice, what I told you, when they started letting you so-called black people learn in this society, start letting you go to college in this society, have your own school, they said your schools could not have medicine and law. You could not practice medicine and law. You could practice anything else but not medicine and law. Now, how is people going to tell you you can get educated, but you can't get educated in that? They did that now. That showed you how much fear they had of you learning medicine, learning law and things like that, and overtaking society. That's why they didn't want you to learn it, you see, because they didn't want you to come into the real world, the real world that was independent of them, see, because medicine and things like law and understanding things like that, that raises you up a notch mentally. Because it gets you the law, gets you to understand that these people really have no law that they're going by. If you pay attention, see, once they keep you away from the law, then you don't. Then you think that everything they do is lawful. But see, once you understand the law, once you understand what the law is supposed to be, righteously, then you understand these people have no. These people have no morals. They have no real code of conduct. They have no ethics, and they damn sure don't follow no law and order. That's why they don't want you to know the law because they don't follow it. They don't. They break the law. They don't follow no law. They just tell you that. You see, they don't follow no order. Like I said, they follow organized chaos and confusion because you don't live in the real world, which is the third dimension, at least the gathering of the real world, because the third dimension represents the space in which the real world starts to come together because you have to have people in any world, real people in the world, and on the same level you are mentally for the picture to make sense. In other words, if I'm a um if I am a um I'm a train operator. If I operate a train, I'm a train operator. And nine times and I work all the time. Then nine times out of ten all my friends are gonna be train operators. You see? Nine times out of ten all my friends are gonna be train operators. Because that's all I see. That's about how my world's supposed to look. I ain't really going to have no friends outside there because I'm working all the time. That's what I do. So if you're a vomit, if you're truly a vomit, 
then all of your friends, all of your people that you're supposed to be associated with, I don't even like to use the word friends, but all of your people that you associate are supposed to be a vomit. They're supposed to be a vomit. That forms a synergy and a bond. That's who you're, the pe- you're, you're supposed to be socializing with on a, on a long-term thing of life and building families and things like that. They're supposed to be what you about, about what you about, living in the same world you live in. If they don't live in the same world you live in, then guess what? They're going to leave your world because they don't want you pulling them into the real world. Or you won't leave their world because you don't want them pulling you into the fake world. You see, they don't want you pulling them into the real world where there's collective community and things like that. And we standing for up and by each other because you know, so-called black people ain't with that. So-called black people do not like collectivism. They don't. So-called black people doesn't do not like collectivism. They like individuality. I do what I want to do. I'm my own God. Meanwhile, you following the so-called white man. You following his philosophy. Yet you claim to be your own God. Tell me what makes you your own God. Because you don't want to listen to somebody who's trying to bring our people into alignment, trying to do what's best for our people. But in your mind, that's not best. In your mind, you are individual and you do what you want to do until something happens to you. Then you want to rally other black people around. You want people to march for you. You want to you want to turn into some racial thing. That's when you want your people to come together when something bad happened to you. That's why I say I guarantee you all these so-called black people who they talk about police brutality, they got shot, you know, all this stuff that happened to them, and then these, then next thing you know, everybody marching for them, everybody protesting for them, everybody on some kumbaya, we all black nonsense. They do that, but the very people that got shot, the very people that got killed, lost their lives, I guarantee you, they wasn't about that. They wasn't about, no, oh, we all together, we all kumbaya, we all black, we all, you know, all op. No, they was niggas, man. They was living in their little individual nigger worlds, man. That's what they was doing. You see. They families ain't about that. They family get the bag and they go ahead about their business, man. They get that bag, that money for their dead relative, and they go about their business, man. They ain't giving that money bill. Yeah, we're going to get all the victims together, and we're going to do something. We're going to come together. We're going to do something for the, our people, and we're going to make sure this don't happen. They ain't talking like that. They get their money, and these niggas go away, man. And they have a picture uh, of their family member up on there, oh, yeah, you know, but whatever. We got this money now. We're going on vacation. That's the world black people live in. That's the world they live in. We don't live in that world. You see, we don't know that world. You see, a lot of times black people think you're supposed to live in the same kind of world they live in. They think you're supposed to grow up the same way you they grew up and everything else. Like I said, I... I it's a lot of things I don't understand of the so-called quote-unquote black experience. I don't understand it. Whatever they say the so-called quote-unquote black experience is, because I grew up in the hood. I grew up in the projects in, in Brownsville, East New York. I'm from there, Brownsville, East New York, right? I grew up in the hood, but I had a mother and father in the house. We didn't have no degeneracy in our house, you see. We wasn't in the street at all times of night. I grew up with two, a mother and a father. I grew up with family. We we didn't we didn't grow up in no dysfunction. We wasn't in our house selling no drugs or, or doing nothing crazy and bugged out. I didn't see a bunch of men coming in and out of my out of my mother and father's house and my mother messing around on my father or whatever. I didn't see none of that. None of that was going on with us. So we don't live in that world of dysfunction. You see, you got a lot of people who live in that in those worlds and they expect you to understand that, and we don't understand each other. 
You see, that's the problem. See, we have to eliminate the things that were in our two-dimensional world that we thought was okay, that are not okay, that are not cool, that are not lawful, not ordinary. We got to eliminate them things, man. We cannot set the ball low as we are heading into this next world, man. We can't set the ball low. A lot of y'all still want to set the ball low, but talking about you want to ascend. No, ain't no setting. Ain't no setting the ball low, man. In other words, you want to keep things the way they are. You don't really want no ascension. You want to keep things the way they are. That's really what that translates into. You don't want things to evolve. You want to play like you change for a little while, and then you want to go right back to who you was. You see, that's the person of the limited mind. That's the two dimensionals. And that's why I said a lot of those people, they weigh down the tone, frequency, and vibration of where we're headed in the fourth dimension. This is an ongoing process. Like I said, this means that we live this as our life. And when we say we live this as our life, we live this as our entire life. We don't live this as a part-time thing. We don't live this as, oh, we we, we halfway in, halfway out, or oh, I don't really take it seriously. Well, God damn it, if you don't really take it seriously, you don't need to be here because we are conjuring up the next world. We are opening the door to the next world just by what we're doing. And if you don't see that, then you don't need to be here. I say that over and over and over and over again. This is not a game. I don't want your money. I don't want you here if you're not a part of that next world. If you're not a part of that next world that we're opening the door to, doubt it in any way, in any shape, in any form, then leave. We'll be right back.
You see, until we figure out that, you know, the reason why we are in the condition we are in the society because we don't live in the real world in the society. We don't live in reality. Black people don't live in reality, so the most unreal things happen to black people. You get deprived of your so-called rights. You get disrespected, all that, because you don't live in the real world. You still don't know who and what you're dealing with. You still want to believe everybody, you know, ain't the same. Yeah, you know, in the three-dimensional world, people are programmed to think a certain way. They can't help that. That's the world they live in. They were programmed to think a certain way, just like you were programmed to think a certain way in your little two-dimensional world, you see. Your little two-dimensional world on what you think it means to be so-called black when there's no such thing as black people. That's how you know that your two your little worlds are not real. And notice in your little two-dimensional world, it's always, like I said, you always want the low, most low-levelest things. Y'all don't think on a higher level. You think that was, you think that's something that happened by accident, that you think the way you think, that you think with the limitation you think with the so-called black people. You think that happened by accident? No. No. That's done on purpose. You were given the world to live in as black people, and black people still ain't figured it out yet. You were put under a form of high mind control, high black magic to get you to live as a black person, to get you to live in a black world, you see. And you were told that you have limitations in this black world, and they were told, given stereotypes and even given a false identity of who you were in this false world that you live in. You were told that you were black people, that you were African Americans, that you came from Africa in chains, and, and that's your history. You you didn't do nothing great in this society. You didn't contribute anything. You're not any leaders. You're not the head of anything. The white man made sure he erased your reality. He erased your your true reality. He erased your life. He erased your world. He erased your your real world. He erased and replaced it with a bunch of nonsense, with some fugazi nonsense, some BS that you black, you African, you a Negro, you came off some slave ships, and that's how you got to America. You were swinging around in trees, and you got nothing that you accomplished. And you could tell whenever you hear these so-called, um, these so-called ge- ge- um, geologists and all these uh, historians and things like looking back at the ancient world, they go out of their way. If you look at it, when they talk about the ancient world, and they talk about how, you know, the people in the ancient world, the Egyptians, the Sumerians, the uh, old men, a.k.a. the old men, you're talking about the people who were the first society builders. You, you know, they make sure they go out of their way to make they, – they go out of their way to make sure to let you know, oh, uh, they, they, they have Africoid features, and they have so-called black features, Africoid, but they're not really black. They're not really. They're not really black. They're not. They're not uh, connected. They, that that could have been because that could have just been the paint they used, or it might be. They, they, it looks like they were Indians and Arabs mixed, but they weren't. Definitely weren't black. They weren't. They weren't black. Because that's how serious the beast. They get on cold when it comes to making sure that the reality of the world you come from is kept from you. They don't want the real world, the real you, the real the real existence, the real, I should say, the real life that you came from, they don't want you in alignment with that. Because, see, once you're in alignment with that, once you know you came from civilization, you came from great civilization, societies, way before the so-called white man came out of the cage, he was doing this, 
We was building up these societies. Same way they got modern-day society. We had societies back then, real societies. We didn't come from no tribal jungle. See, they don't want that. They don't want that in your mind at the world you came from. In their mind, they want you to know that you came from the world of slavery, but before you got there, you was in trees, hanging on trees and swinging in trees and whatnot. And this is the world they want you to accept as reality, and it's not reality. They want you to accept this, that you come from nothing, because they know how powerful thought is. They know how powerful thought is, because think about this for a second. Whenever you see when this knowledge comes to light about who the ancient Egyptians were, which was our people, who the ancient Sumerians was, which was our people, the ancient Olmecs was our people, all the Mayans, the Aztecs, all the society building. When that comes to light, notice the so-called white man won't let you have that. He won't say, he won't say, oh, you know, well, the black, you know, he, he got always got something to say. We go, oh, black people think that those were black people. You know, he makes sure he squashes it first and foremost in your mind. It's not enough for him to just put out his theory because he wasn't there. And you can clearly see that these people in the pictures, and this is how you know our people were thinking ahead. Notice they put pictures of themselves everywhere. They put pictures that just like, like ain't no different bronze people do that today. When you go to a damn bronze party, birthday party, or whatever, or just hanging out somewhere, there ain't niggas always taking pictures. Niggas taking selfies. They take all pictures of white people. White people don't take no pictures. And they don't take black people, so-called black people, we take pictures. And they was doing the same thing back then, painting their pictures on the wall, showing they self. It's almost like they knew that people would try to lie about who they were. So they wanted to make it known that, look, this is who we really are. And the so-called white man got that, got more of the images that they hide. They definitely don't want you to see. It's stuff they got hidden in museums and places in the Vatican City in Rome that they don't want you to see. Well, they just they just straight up can't, they can't hide none of this stuff now. They got to tear down most of the walls or re, they got to repaint the art and repaint the images of people just so that they can show you they're not bronze people. You see, because they don't want you to attach to that world. Because, see, that world was the world toward the fourth dimension because that was the time when our people were together collectively. That's why they don't want you to ever get in alignment with that again. You see, because you're going to channel something. If y'all start getting into alignment with that, picking up where that left off and going forward, you're going to start channeling something again. That's why they got to tell you, because notice whenever the white man get together, and they form governments and societies, what do they do? They talk about, oh, you know, we're going to form this society based on the ancient Roman and ancient Greek and all their ancient societies where they were in rulership. What happens when bronze people come and we go, and we say we're going to form our own society or we're going to go forward as a community, we ain't got nothing to look back at. They done told you you wasn't the Olmecs, you wasn't the ancient people, you wasn't the first people here in America, you wasn't the you ain't the Egyptians, you ain't the they don't even want they they don't even want to call you the Nubians. They ain't had no other choice. They had to do that. But they ain't, they would make the Nubians white if they could, or Arabs, which they trying to do. They just want you to stick to oh you came from Africa somewhere in the West you was swinging in trees and you was tribal and you know you was running up and down in, in the jungle till they found you and you was being tribal and you were being primitive that's the story that they want you to stick to anything beyond that that's not real oh that's not that's not real that's uh that's um um your theory but everything else is real when it comes to them because that's the world they want you to accept. Remember, they will always think that they civilized you instead of the other way around. 
They will always think and they always want to be known that they're more civil than you and that they civilize you. That's what they want you to believe. You know? And you got stupid black people, stupid black people who really believe this. You see? You got stupid black people who really believe this. That's why they still got the white Jesus up because in their mind, white Jesus civilized them. White Jesus gave them um, knowledge of of the higher powers and God and everything else. Um, Okay. Okay. This is how low you have started to think of yourself as in the two-dimensional realm. This is how low you become. I'm going to be honest with you. It don't even look right to see our people doing degeneracy. It don't even look right. Even the lowliest of niggas, it don't even look right to see you doing doing the way acting like white people. It don't even see look. It don't even look right to see y'all acting like Caucasians, acting like savages. It don't even it don't even look right. You see, y'all when y'all do it, it don't even look right. When you so called black women being whores and sluts following behind the white women, it don't even look right. When y'all trying to be liberated, you know how you know it don't even look right, and that world is fake. Because you nigga women, you got to put blonde wigs on your head. You got That's what you got to do to get in touch with that whore spirit. Because that's what, really what you so-called black women do when you put them blonde wigs on your head, them brunette wigs, them red wigs. You're trying to really get in touch with that whore spirit. You want to get in touch with that carefree, whorish, white female spirit. That's what you really want to get in touch with. You nigga women want to be Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe. You want to be damn, you know, you want to be a... Uh, uh, like what, what little Kim wanted to be, she wanted to be Pamela Anderson. That's the world she lives in. That's the sad and demented world these niggas live in. And then she makes music. She's already got low self-esteem. She's got low self-esteem, and she got a degenerate mind, so she's around all these degenerates. Then, she, of course, she's going to make some music, right? And then she's going to go out here, and you, you young black females, you want to listen to that nonsense, uh, and you're going to get into She's going to You're going to tune on to her frequency. You're going to tune into her degenerate frequency. You're going to come into her world, and you're going to start acting like a harlot like her. You see? That's the world you're going to tune into, and that's what they want you to do. They want you to come into their world. You see? That's why I don't listen to these niggas, man. I don't listen to none of their rap music, they crap music, man. I don't want to listen to that because they're really trying to suck you in by their vibration, their frequency. And, and, like, and, and next thing you know, you listen to this garbage. Next thing you know, you start rapping and singing and reciting this garbage. Next thing you know, you start trying to act like these these monkey-ass niggas, man. You start to act like them. Or you start to act like these damn $2 hoes, man. Because they, they in their whore spirit. They live in that whorish world. And they in their whore spirit. They become open vessels for that demonic possession of these Caucasian spirits that's here on the earth. They become open vessels, man. That's the world a lot of these black females live in. And they mind, they white. And they mind. You see, they they black Caucasians in their mind. That's the world they live in. Hmm? And they don't want that world disturbed. They don't want that world disturbed. They don't want that world disturbed with something like reality. Reality, they don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that. That ain't your hair. That is my hair. I paid for it. It is my hair. Don't let a little thing like reality stop them from doing them, you know. I, I live in my own truth. You know what I'm saying? You know, your reality ain't my reality. You know, shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But that is the mindset of the delusional people who live in that two-dimensional world. They all over the place, man. They actually think that the world they live in is real. They actually think the, the things they believe in are real. They really believe that. They really believe that we all headed in the right. We all headed in the in the same direction. We're not. No, we're not. Not by a long shot. I told you the people are living the delusional world. They're gonna get. They're gonna get, go right back into that state of delusion. When they die, they'll go right back into the rotation of delusion as the grays. Because the grays gonna be delusional as hell. I told you they're gonna be gray still walking around acting like they're white. Still walking around acting like they're black. Still walking around acting like they're Latino. They're going to still be doing that, but they're going to all look the same. So they're not going to act like they're just a mixed race of people. You know who do that today? A lot of these so-called subgroups like the Mexicans and all these other people. The Mexicans act like they are real people. Or the so-called Native, so-called American Indians act like they're real people instead of the truth that they're nothing but a bunch of Chinese, a bunch of Asians that crossed the Bering Strait and mixed in with our people. Same thing with these damn Mexicans. They ain't nothing but a bunch of Asians and East Indians mixed, man. But you, they don't want to hear that reality. They want to really believe that there's a, a place in Mexico and that they're really Mexican. That's a man-made. That's a man-made uh, uh, identity. That's a man-made identity. That's a false identity, man. These people are Asians, man. You see, they're East Indians and Asians. You know, that's what they are. But see, they live in a false world. And they reinvented themselves with something called Mexican. But they don't even really have a real language. They got something called Spanish, which belongs to white Spaniards. But can't tell them that. See, when these people, when they live in this world of illusion, sometimes the most dangerous thing you can do is try to wake them up out of it. Sometimes the most dangerous thing you can do to a world, to a person who lives in a world of delusion, is try to wake them up out of it. They'll fight you. They'll try to kill you if you tell them what's real. You, tell, you give them reality. They'll be ready to fight and kill you. They'll get violent with you because they can't stand reality. So they have to create fantasy. You see, like you, Nicholas Jackson, I got to go to you again, just one, just one more again. Like you, Nicholas Jackson, you nigga, you really believe that all this stuff you saying came through you from a higher space. You really don't convince. I really think you have convinced yourself of that. In your world, you convinced yourself that no, none of this came from me. The stuff that coming out your mouth, you really convinced yourself that just you were receiving that what, what you teaching is coming through you. You really convinced yourself, and that's how sad you are. That's the word. And for the people that listen to this guy, how do you listen to somebody who's delusional? How do you listen to somebody like that? Even if you don't like Newton Minkari, at least I can say I can stand on everything that will come through me that I don't say. I stand on it, whether you accept it as reality or not. I don't care because I got logic and rationale on my side. But how can you listen to somebody who's blatantly copying every word I say verbatim? How do you how do you take somebody like that seriously? How do you listen to somebody like that? If I'm gonna listen to somebody, I'm gonna listen to the source. I'm not gonna listen to somebody who's copying from the source. That's why I bypass you Negroes when you talk about we come from apes and monkeys. I ain't, look, I ain't listening to you niggas, man. You don't live in the real world. I'm going to who you get it from, the white man. I want to go to him. I want a piece of his ass. 
I want to see I want to see him tell me that bullshit that we all come we all the same and we come from humans and we all monkeys. Get out of here with that, man. I want to go with if I'm a debate anybody, I'll debate the so-called white man, not you niggas, man. You don't know nothing. You don't even know that you're not black. What the hell I'm gonna talk to y'all for? Y'all don't live in the real world, man. You don't live in the real world. You live in the fake world. And again, like I said, if you're not going to deal with reality, if you're not going to deal with reality, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. Okay? No, thank you. I don't want to talk to you. We don't talk to phony people. We don't talk to people who live in the delusional world. I rather talk to people in the real world. You see? All right? The real world. Not the fake world. The real world. See, the real world is reality from the fourth dimension, streaming from the fourth dimension. See, again, people playing games with y'all, man. They playing games. Ain't no time to be playing games, man. Because the games you play today will be the foundation of the fake houses you put up tomorrow, the fake worlds you put up tomorrow. We can't afford that, man. We can't afford to live like that any longer. Reason being is we have real beings to bring forward, real serious beings to bring forward, and they're going to only be as serious as we are. So if we at the height of seriousness, they're going to be even higher. They're going to go to even higher heights of seriousness just by what we stand for and how we live. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
talking about those who are of the elect. Even those of you who listen to this broadcast, we are in a great world now because now we're making the world pause at this living reality, this living reality that we are experiencing and that we are sharing with the world. We are experiencing a living reality, you see. And in experiencing this living reality, in experiencing this life-changing reality, this life-extending reality, we must know where our value is or where it lies in this world that we are crafting out for ourselves. In our world, and I'm saying this, in our world, the real world, we are supreme. I'm going to say it again. In our world, the real world, we are supreme. See, in the black world, 
and black world, they are bottom of the barrel. They are degenerates. They are the bottom of the barrel. You see, in their mind, the so-called white man is supreme. And in their mind, they are inferior. And let me put it this way. In their mind, the white man is superior. In the world of black people, white people are superior, and they as black people are inferior. In the world of white people, white people are superior, and black people are inferior. We, as the bright race, we don't live in that world. We don't live in the world of the black and the white. So none of that means shit to us, man. That don't mean nothing to us. What black people think or what black people think of themselves or how little they think of themselves don't mean nothing to us. It don't mean nothing to us. That's how they think. That's how they feel. That's the illusion that they want to live in. That's the world that they want to live in. And if you tell them anything different, they're going to look at you like you crazy. You would think that they people who claim that they hate being treated the way they treated in the society, they would be the people that would try to raise the bar or would, or would raise the bar. Because don't tell me, oh, you don't like, you don't like uh, uh, how you treat in the society, but then when you go into your hood, y'all treat each other even worse. When you go into your hoods, you treat each other worse. You treat your women like garbage. You men treat each other like trash. You don't respect each other. You don't respect your woman. You try to sleep with each other's women. You niggas are, are try to cheat each other, rob from each other, steal from each other, backbite and slander each other. That's how y'all do. You see? Y'all don't, y'all don't have no value for each other's lives, no respect. So then what do you expect? Again, how do you expect the world to react to you if this is how you react toward, toward each other? How do you expect you are, like I said, everybody is acting the way they acted because of how you act toward each other. You follow? See, when people perceive you as inferior and you live up to that or live up to that low, uh, um, you live up to that low expectancy of yourself or what's expected, you live up to the low stereotype of yourself. When you don't try to excel past that stereotype, extend beyond that, and not for white people because you care what they think, the hell what were they talking about, for yourself, for yourself, for your higher self. When you're not willing to do that, when you're not willing to do that, what does that tell me about you? What does that tell me about you? What it tells me is that you deserve every goddamn thing you get up under the so-called white man who you think is your superior, who you think is as supreme. You deserve everything you get. See, we don't get that because we don't see him that way like you niggas do, man. In your world, the white man is God, man. In your world, I don't care what no so-called black person say out here. I don't care how high up from Oprah Winfrey, Jay-Z, all them upper echelon, Bill Cosby, all them upper echelon niggas, all the way down to the low-level drug dealers and the hoochie mamas in the hood, all them niggas and the nine-to-five Negroes in between, they believe the white man is God, man. That's the world they live in. And you can't tell them no difference. He's God. He's their Lord. That ain't the world we live in, man. I'd rather die than live in that fucking world. I'm going to just say it like that, raw and uncut. If I thought like one of you niggas, I'd rather be dead, man. I'd rather be dead than think like the black race or go back to the black race. I'd rather be dead than live in that world. Cause that I'm, I'm telling you, that has that for for the time the light was cut on, for the time the time the lights got cut on, and you know I got introduced to Doctor York, 
and all them, and, and that teaching that he was doing, you know, I'm like, man, finally something, man. I, I got so tired of being amongst these niggas, man, growing up amongst niggas, man. You know, I, I, I just wasn't with it, man. I didn't, that wasn't my world. So I decided to just live in my own little world till the real world showed up. You see, I decided to live in my own little world. And people would tell me, I tell you a story about all my old friends be like, yeah, man, you always seem like you was in your own world. Yeah, because I didn't want to be around you niggas, man. I ain't with nothing y'all niggas talking about. I'm thinking about real stuff, real future things. Black people don't think like that. So by, by proxy, I was never a black person. I was never a black man. You see, I was acting like I was doing my best trying to act like a black man, but that was always they always figured it out. I didn't. I just wasn't of that world. I was always an outsider. People tell me that to the day I was always an outcast within the so-called quote-unquote black world. And you know what? Thank you. I thank you. I thank you for being an outcast in the black world. I thank you. I thank you that you niggas didn't want me, and I don't want to be around y'all niggas. I thank you for all the barbecues on my job you niggas never invited me to. I thank you for all the Labor Day weekends you niggas were celebrating that y'all didn't invite me to. And one guy tried to invite me. I looked at I gave him this look, and he already knew I wasn't going to be there. He already know they, because them niggas all hung out. I, I wasn't with that, man. No thank you, man. I don't want to listen to y'all talk, man. No thank you. You see? Nothing's more depressing than hearing, hearing ignorant, hearing black people talk about nothing. Nothing's more depressing and boring than hearing black people talk about nothing. You see, I don't, I, don't, I never lived in that world. Even if I had to escape into my damn fantasy world where I was a superhero, goddamn, I'd rather live dead than be amongst you niggas, man. I, I'll just take some of the white man stuff and just and put myself there and take his ass out in that world and in and, and his fan because his fantasy world is better than you niggas' reality, man. At least his fantasy offers hope because he don't see what it really is. He don't really fit in that in that fantasy world. That's really supposed to be our life. That's really supposed to be our life. You see. Living, living in palatial homes, living nice and things like that, and still being strong mentally, and, and you know just having those things regular, but thinking on a higher level mentally. I'm like, yeah, that's I, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. I'm not feeling this poverty shit. I'm not feeling this uh, world. We live in a world of poverty under white supremacy shit. I'm not feeling that. You see, I'm not feeling that. Y'all okay with that? And see the beast, he he don't mind you living. He don't mind you living as long as you got it in your mind that he better than you, that he he white supremacy and that he superior. And he's he's okay with you being like that. No thank you, no thank you. I told you, I literally be, I'd rather be dead than go back to the black race, than than to lose this knowledge, I, to lose this transmission. I'd rather be dead. I I don't want I I, I wouldn't want I'd rather I'd rather stop teaching before I start um, bending this teaching to so-called black people. No, thank you. We ain't dropping the ball. We ra- we're gonna continue to raise the ball in the Republican mental act. We're gonna continue to raise the ball. But we got something for you, so-called black people. We got something to offer y'all. You know, just 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 so that y'all can you know raise yourselves up a little bit. I got something to offer you coming soon. You know. And you people in the Republican mental like you're going to love what I got to offer to the black race to help, you know, just to aid them along, you know, the ones, the ones who are slow, 
because you're going to just have something that's going to freeze because you got to you know you got to help the Negroes into the you know help them help them a little bit into the third dimension as we go into the fourth dimension. You got to help them a little bit. So I received this transmission to you know help freedom from that two dimensional world. You see, and I, I'm going to show y'all what I mean soon. Everybody's going to be pleasantly surprised. But again, keep this in mind: this ain't for us in the Republic. We on the we already in the third dimension. We're going to help try to remove some of these Negroes to the third dimension. Collectively, that's all I'm gonna say on that. So, but we have to live in a world where there's constant evolution, man. That's the world we're supposed to be in, man. That's the world we're supposed to be in. We're supposed to be in a world of constant evolution, constant elevation. Ain't nobody supposed to stand in our way, man. Ain't nobody supposed to tell us. We we can't do this. We can't accomplish that. We can't do this. We can't. Nah, man. And we ain't supposed to be asking nobody for shit neither, man. We ain't supposed to be asking nobody for nothing. We can do it ourselves, man. We can do it ourselves. But we got to be willing to be work together collectively to accomplish the things we want to accomplish, man. Because we can't accomplish nothing if we sitting up here thinking in that in that small world we living. Oh. Well, we only going to get but so far because if whoever don't like it, then they're going to stop what we – man, come on, man. Come on with the scared Negro, the scared Negro uh, uh, um, effects. No, thank you. You scared Negroes is the ones, like I said, you live in that two-dimensional world, world where you act like sitting around here hiding up under a dam trying to hide in the corner somewhere. You act like that's going to save you. That's not going to save you because it's always the people hiding in the corner to get hit first. Because you hide in the corner instead of just being instead of just keeping it moving, you see, it's hard to hit a moving target. So you gotta keep moving. You can't hang in the corners and live in the cracks and the crevices like roaches and think that you're living in the real world. You're not living in the real world. You're not. You're not living in the real world. You see, you old people that's going to church listening to this to the reverend talk to you about a bunch of nonsense. That's not the real world. Y'all not living in the real world. Though it may comfort you and make you feel good that this that this this person, this so called reverend, trying to you know make you feel good and telling you things about it. That's not the real world, man. That's not the real. He's not the real deal. If he's teaching the things in the image of the beast, Christ, and all this, he's not the real. That's not part of the real world, man. You see, they're not teaching anything that's about the evolution of our people, and that's not the real world, man. You know, the time for the, the, we're going to stop sticking pacifiers in, in grown people's mouths, man. Y'all niggas are not babies, man. Stop. We're going to stop sticking pacifiers in your damn mouths, man. Jesus, spirituality, uh, bl- uh, black female liberalism, all that nonsense, that's pacifiers, man. All that's pacifiers. The black man is God. The black woman is God. That's a bunch of pacifiers for a bunch of damn babies who don't want to live in the real world. Nah, man. Them days is coming to an end. You see? Exactly. This community is the body of Amish. And we don't care who acknowledges it. Don't. This is the world that we live in. This is the world that we make. This is the world that we are living in collectively together as man and woman. We are living in. We are not part of no black community. We ain't part of no black disunity. We're not part of no two-dimensional nonsense fake world that these Negroes live in, man. Where they halfway hate the white man, they halfway love the white man, but they hate them because they can't join them. And they and and they love them because they want to be like them. That's the reality. No, thank you. No, 
We don't we we don't aspire to be we don't aspire to be secondhand slaves. We don't aspire to be bootlicks and ass kisses and all that. We don't aspire to that. That's not the world we live in. So let me go ahead and answer these questions before we get out of here. What are the different worlds we live in? This represents all the false things we came away from in the two dimensional world. All the false things that we told ourselves that we are part of, that we are, and the false uh, um, the false uh, lives that we created for ourselves, the false interests, all this stuff is false, man. You really get to the crux of who you are. You really get to the core of who you are when you take the focus off of you and put it on a greater body of people and yourself within that body. Stop focusing in on you. You extends when the collective body extends. Why do we live in them? Why do we live in these worlds? Because we were placed in these worlds. We were placed in these worlds before birth. Our parents were placed in this world long back as we can remember, hundreds of years ago. We were placed in their world, man, up under them as black people. But now, spell is being broken. The bronze man, the bronze woman, the egg, the bronze age is coming forward again. Almond is being raised. And reality is peeking through the third dimension into the fourth. We represent that reality. Are we are we all headed in the same direction? No, we're not. The elect are headed toward the fourth dimension and the rejects are headed right back into the third dimension in that circle, right back into that rotation. There's only two places you're gonna go. Into the fourth dimension ahead or you're gonna go back into the circle. Either you're going to go in that linear state toward the fourth dimension, toward that higher state of frequency, or you're going to go back into the rotation of the third dimension. See, all that's being decided right now, man. And like I said, how it's being decided on by who has the staying power, who's going to live through intellect, who's going to live their life, who's going to live and die by this, man, and be raised again by this. And Rock Captain Pentesha, you passed the test, man. You are see you in the I'll see you in the fourth dimension, and Captain Pentesha Mentez, see you in the fourth dimension. Okay. Uh, who decides the world that we live in? Now the beast do, and we after a while decide that this is where we're going to stay, in his prison, because that's the world he offers—a prison, mental prison. Can we live outside our world? No, we can't. And we haven't been since we stepped outside our world, since we stepped into the world of black people and Negroes and African-Americans. We ain't been living in our world, man. We've been living in some matrix that the white man made up for us, man, a, a matrix of uh, of of, um, of uh, limitations, man, at so-called black people. That's not who we are. But you got a lot of people who are willing to keep the lies alive, keep the fake world alive of black people. That's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Newton Minkari. This has been Mental Act Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night. Ten good night.
Memory. 